The Montvale Muse, stories that connect. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Montvale Muse. I am Joe DeProspero, your host, and this is the first episode of the spring season. Temperatures are rising, days are getting longer, creating more opportunities outdoors. In fact, maybe I'll record the next episode out by the pond. Hmm, too many bugs and ambient noise. So today, I welcome an individual who I'd heard of, seen in a meeting from across the room, but never actually met before today. But I'm so glad that both of us made our way across to the middle of that proverbial room to have this discussion. For today, I'm joined by Risk Management Associate Director and also gregarious Renaissance man, Joe Kwan. So I sat down with Joe to discuss his groundbreaking involvement with the No Network, how he leverages his experience as an attorney in his current job, and that time he used martial arts in dealing with counselees. Well, Joe, welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm starting to realize the fortunate position I'm in as the host and producer of the series as I get to meet new people, hear their stories, all while expanding my professional network. So that's a rather uh, serendipitous thing that has come about. It wasn't necessarily my plan, but I'm happy that it happened. Um, so you were actually the first person on the podcast, and there were only a few episodes in, who I have never met before. Oh, and so this is a great thing. And I don't want people, anybody saying, hey, you only bring your friends on. So I've never met you before, <laughs> right? You can confirm that. That's right. Yeah. And I'm really happy to meet you. We've had some great conversations before this. So if you can just uh, introduce yourself and just talk about, you know, what you do for the firm. Hi, my name is Joe Kwan. I work for the Information Protection Group. Uh, the way to explain what I do the most easily is to say I'm like a marriage counselor between global privacy systems and privacy laws, which don't seem to play well together. Uh, part of being on the podcast is we do a little digging into your background. Uh, and you have a history with the law and being on the right side of it, not the wrong side of it. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so I'm a lawyer by training. Um, so growing up, I don't know, I must have seen too much L.A. law or something, so I decided I <laughs> wanted to be a lawyer. Um, and I'm currently not in the legal group in KPMG, but I'm relying a lot on the legal skills uh, to advise and to um, help with the privacy operations of KPMG. And one of the things I found with the legal education is it really teaches you a, a robust way to think and to analyze problems. So I'm you know, very happy to have had that training and to be able to continue to use it today. And it's always good to know a lawyer, so I'm glad I've met you. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so as the leader of the Montville Parents Network, I was recently invited to a networking meeting by NO, uh, KPMG's Network of Women in Montvale. And we got to the point where we all went around introducing ourselves and who we were and who we were affiliated with. And when it was your turn, you stood up and said, I'm Joe Kwan, and I'm a no task force member. And I know for a fact, because I saw it on people's faces, I was not the only one uh, impressed by that. So how does it feel to be the first ever male no task force member in Montvale? Well, it's interesting. I almost didn't get there. Uh, I remember the year that I applied. I had the application, you know, nomination process open on my computer, and I had sort of started to fill it out, and it was the last day. I think it was like 30 minutes left to apply uh, before I left for the day, and I, and I almost didn't press send or almost didn't complete it. And the thing that kind of put me over, the, the thing that convinced me to apply is I have had so many great mentors who were women 
throughout my career who really supported me and continue to support me to this day, um, as well as having great relationships with people who are junior to me who are also women. And it's just amazing to sort of help contribute to their career. And I wanted to do something more formal and, and specific to do with that, so I did press send. Um, luckily, I was selected to be on the task force, and it's been amazing, all the opportunities I've had and the people I've gotten to the meet and the people I've gotten to help. Um, the one thing I would say is, you know, I know there's a lot of folks who may want to participate, but they're not sure, and, and some of them may be men because they're not sure what their role would be. Um, and I just want to encourage everyone that it's, the way I think about it, it's more like a movement to sort of support women in our organization. It's not really a club of women. So if you think of any movement that's done really well over time, it's always had the support of more than just the members of the people that that movement is trying to support. And if you have any questions or concerns, I would just say, talk to me, Goose. Give me a call. Send me an email. And I would love to share with you my experience. That's great. And Honestly, if even one or two people hear this podcast and are encouraged to, you know, step out of their comfort zone, join a group that they may not otherwise join because it doesn't feel like this is something that is that is geared towards them. Um, I hope it does that. Yeah, it's a great thing. It's very inspiring. Absolutely. Thanks, Joe. So a recurring theme in this podcast is what we're passionate about outside the firm, how we bring it into work every day. Um, you practice the Japanese martial art uh, called Aikido. How have you leveraged this art? in your job and what does it involve? Yeah, so Aikido is a martial art that uses a lot of uh, recognition of people's energy, both your own as well as your opponents. And it's a very kind of harmonious way of dealing with it, um, to say that you have a right to, to, for your energy and other people have a right to their energy. So that really helps in the workplace when things are not going well. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually have a, a story about that. When I first joined KPMG, I managed a small team, and it was my first time with formal management responsibilities, and it was not going well. And it got to the point where my boss actually took me aside and said, you know, Joe, you need to have a talk with your team because this isn't working out. So I called them into a meeting, and, you know, I'd been studying Aikido for some time. I recently read a book about how to use it in actual interpersonal relationships. So without going into all the different tactics, the main thing was to, one, you know, when you're in that situation, be sort of in control of yourself and don't get caught up and just let people sort of express what they're really feeling and just, you know, go with it because when that happens, you get to the root of what the real problem is rather than arguing over symptoms. So I'll give you an example. Um, you know, one of the complaints was, you know, when you send emails to us, you address us as team. Now, how would you feel, Joe, if someone complained to you about that? I wouldn't think that that would be, uh, that could be taken as, as offensive, but I certainly would think about it if somebody uh, brought that to my attention. So here we are. I had the same exact reaction as you were in a fork in the road. Old Joe, argue about it. That's ridiculous. What are you talking about? New Joe doing the crazy stuff, learned from Aikido in the book, was like, okay, um, I didn't realize it, but if that's really upsetting to you, it's a small adjustment for me to write out all your names in the emails. So lather, rinse, repeat. This went on and on and on, you know, complaint, 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 and dealing with it, you know, stuff that I did wrong, I agreed to it, stuff that I 
maybe didn't think was, you know, uh, um, really my fault. I at least tried to understand what they were saying. And then what basically happened was kind of all the energy got sucked out of the room because I wasn't fighting. I wasn't saying, oh, you're wrong. And they're like, no, you're wrong. And then finally, there came this point where one of the people said, we just don't believe that you respect the years of experience that we have and have given to this firm. And then I was like, boom, that's the problem. That's what it is. Yep. So all the other things that came before, red herrings, just symptoms, had nothing to do with why they really had a problem with me as their manager. And I turned to them and I said, listen, you know, this is my first time managing. I'm sure I've contributed to this. I've done lots of bad things uh, as well as good things. But I just want you to know that I do really have profound respect for all of you. I've learned so much from you. And, you know, going forward, you know, I'm going to try to do a better job of making sure that that's clear. And then, you know, we walked out of the meeting, and then about 30 minutes later, I get a call from my boss. She's come to my office. She said, Joe, what did you say in there? I said, why? And she's like, well, they all came into my office, and they said, we had a really great meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I wasn't the perfect boss after that, uh, but certainly the relationship with the team improved much better, and I was able to continue in my management role, and, and I learned so much from that experience. That's, that's great, Joe. And I think there's a lot to be said about letting people air their grievances and, and not fighting back and giving yeah. them and, and pouring gasoline onto a fire. It kind of reminds me of this one time I was in traffic and I, um, I don't know, I guess I was driving too slow for this guy, he pulled around me and honked at me and he's waving his fist. And I just kind of looked over. This didn't happen every time this way, by the way. But I looked over and kind of smiled and waved and he just shrugged his shoulders and was like, what else can I do? I just yeah. have to move on with my day. I've, he's not going to engage with me, so I have to move on. Yeah. And I, I, think that, uh, I think there's a lot of value in that. And yeah. people want to know that, that their grievances are heard and know that, that you're willing to hear them out. Well, and I think what's great about that example, Joe, is you didn't speed up either and drive at their speed, right? You, you did you. They did them and that's it, and you don't escalate and start cutting each other off or doing crazy stuff, and then the problem resolves itself. But it's, it's not about always admitting that someone else is right. It's about being yourself but allowing other people to have the right to be themselves too and, and not that you're always right proving everyone else wrong. Let's take a moment to hear about an opportunity to connect on campus. If you've been enjoying listening to Joe Kwan on this episode, you are in luck, as there is more of Joe to go around. Joe will be moderating Know by Example Career Perspectives, an interactive panel discussion on May 21st from 9.30 to 11 at Campus Perk in Building 4-1, which is located directly under the exchange. An experienced conversation starter in his own right, Joe will be moderating a panel discussion about how certain leaders on campus have navigated their careers, as well as stories and strategies around successfully balancing our careers and personal lives. I feel like no matter what your situation is, that is always a relevant topic. So be on the lookout for a communication promoting this event in your inbox. It is a golden opportunity to connect with and learn from your colleagues here on campus. So, Joe, you're what many would call a KPMG boomerang in that you left the firm and then you came back. Uh, what brought you back to the firm and how has that decision served you well? Yeah, so when I left KPMG, um, it wasn't anything particularly negative. I just felt like uh, my career was at a point where it was sort of 
leveling off and I had an opportunity to do something that was different and sort of jumpstart things. So I did that for a few years and what I noticed when I was outside of KPMG is you really notice how many great things there are here. All the programs, um, the culture, the way people communicate. Not to say that it was uh, bad at the place I went to, but definitely not as good. Like I noticed the difference. So when I had the opportunity to come back, I really jumped at it because I wanted to be part of this community again. Um, and the one thing that I would say that I really learned from that experience is not that everyone should leave and come back, um, but on a regular basis, you should really kind of sort of stick your head up, look outside of your box, and see what else is going on to really appreciate the good, the bad, and the otherwise of where you are. Uh, for me, it was a little bit forced on me because I actually left, but there's nothing, nothing to say that you can't do that while you're still happy in your job just to understand what else is going on because it'll really help you navigate your career more effectively rather than just going with the flow no matter what and having no perspective or point of comparison for what's good and what's bad. Joe, if you've listened to any uh, previous episode of the Mon Family News, I think you know what's next. We're going to speed things up a little bit. It is now time for the lightning round portion of the podcast. Seven questions, rapid fire, five seconds to answer each one. But the first question is, are you ready? Yes. Let's go. KPMG colleague who is most likely to listen to this episode? Michael R. Movie you've seen so many times you could recite every line? Princess Bride. First place you ever traveled to on an airplane? Los Angeles. Favorite Beatles song? Let it go. <laughs> I, think that, meant, I think you meant let it be, but is, we'll keep it. Is, is that, is that, uh, that's, that's frozen, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, things are mixing in our heads. If you could choose one temperature for every day of the year, what would it be? One temperature for every day of the year? Uh, 78 degrees. Nice. Who was your hero as a child? Cliche answer, what I'm going to say, my parents. Who's your hero now? My wife. Best use of PTO time? Doing nothing. <laughs> Great, honest answer. So, Joe, this has been a lot of fun. And candidly, I fully intend to give Aikido a shot in my own life uh, when my kids get on my case and give me grief. And I'm sure I will not have to wait long for that to happen. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can only hope that I have the same positive result as you did. In that. And I think that anybody listening to this are gonna, uh, is going to learn a lot from you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Joe. You've been listening to the Montfell Muse. To self-nominate or to nominate a colleague to be a guest in the podcast, can reach out to me via phone at 201-505-3485 or email at jdeprospero at kpmg.com. Thanks for listening.